Yo, I remember Sunday mornings back in 1996 Right in front of the television Mama can't tell me shit Do the dishes, boy Rocket power on, let me skip Nah, never said that I ain't crazy, let's reminisce Chubby boy trying to figure out life And play his part Voice on TV asking me If I'm afraid of the dark Nah, never was Help me grow into something proper Beating beats Got him screaming out Ah, I'm a real monster I got in the sports late You never would see me dribble Mama gave birth to a genius They calling it Didi Pickle I'm in Dexter's lab, trying to check out them death toys After that, chilling with Ralph, making fun of them head boys Pop's not around, I'm learning from Uncle Phil and Bill Cosby I get in the situation, they got me 25 Still awaiting my letter from Hogwarts Yo, this 90s kid is still like a child of some sort yeah. Hello and welcome to the Master Mediocrity Podcast. As always, I am your host, Max Kessering, and I'm here with the co-host with the most, Fraser Kessler Ring. How are you? Good, man. Doing good. Uh, I wish I could do better with some of these picks, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Yeah, you're not doing too great. So for those who have been listening throughout the whole NFL season, we are picking games. And we're seeing who at the end of the season will have more picks correct so far. Uh, Frazier is 2-4-1, and one, and I am 3-3-1. Three, three, and one. So we're not doing great, but this NFL season's crazy. Yeah, it's been pretty nuts. Um, I'd say it's pretty volatile. I feel, I feel good, though. I feel like I'm starting to get a, a good hold on it, though. So now you think you're ready? Out. If you're going to listen to me, listen to me on my daily fantasy advice. Because I have been crushing it in daily fantasy lately yeah yeah i i've been doing really well in daily fantasy for like the last three weeks have you been using geo bernard i've been using some geo um i had a pretty heavy bangle stack Mm. you know i went Mm. uh, andy dalton tyler boyd and geo last week yep so i hit him with the with the triple um triple threat yeah so i i have been having a good handle on daily fantasy not so much um in nfl picks my gambling is atrocious so i uh <laughs> so I'm, I'm just really focusing a lot of energy on daily fantasy so if anyone has any daily fantasy questions uh hit me up i'd be happy to answer any questions any chalk plays uh any gpp uh, you know, any dude, I don't even know what GPP means. Know. What is a GPP? Dude, tournament, tournament style, tournament style. Yeah, grand so. poupon parlay. Uh, yeah, it's a type of mustard. It's a mustard parlay where we slather grand it on. Poupon fantasy. Mm. Nice. All right, let's uh, get into the last week's games. We the two games we picked were the Texans versus the Colts, which I picked correctly, and I picked the Texans over the Colts. And uh, the other game was the Ravens versus the Steelers, which we both picked incorrectly. But we gave you a lot of reasons why the Ravens are probably going to win that game. (laughs) That was a really close one to pick. We're not picking games that we are going to be locked in on. These are games that are going to be close, and we're going to be trying to give you the best information as we can, regardless our pick sucks. Yeah, exactly. Like these, every, every game that we're picking is the toughest game of the week, mostly. Mm-hmm. You know, the Texans-Indie game was a pick'em. <laughs> it was a crapshoot. Uh, you know, it's a crapshoot. So that's a pick'em game that Vegas has deemed is no favor for one or the other. So we're picking games that are 
tough games, uh, games that interest us the most. These aren't, you know, if we wanted to rattle through all the games, I'm sure we we would do all right. But we're we're picking some tough games here, so totally. Uh, that would be pretty fun if we picked two games that were both ties. That would be that would be pretty funny. It, it almost happened. It almost happened. It should have happened. Let's be honest. So, what are your thoughts on Frank, Dude. the 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 coach of the Colts, going for it on fourth down, on okay. your own thirty-five or forty-yard line, wherever it was? It was on his side of the field. Yeah, but there's not much time left. With right? forty like, seconds left. So what's the what? Oh. So okay, so here's the picture. It's the over. No, I get it. It's overtime. It. It's I'm just tied. Saying, like, who cares? I care. Neither of these teams are out for you winning the division. You play to win the game. Oh, get, shut up. You, you play, play to make to the playoffs. The you play to make the playoffs. Well, Is Indy making the fucking playoffs? Dude, in that division, they could. So could the Texans. They're Both these teams are in the it. Playoffs, dude. If they tie this game, they'd be 1 2 and 1. That is way better than 1 and 3. Dude, in this division, they're both 1 and 3. The Jaguars are what? 2 and 3, 2 and 2, 3 and 2? They're 2 and 2. They're 2 and 2. Right? And yeah, they're 2 and 2. And the Titans are. are no, they're 3, three and, and one. 1. They're both 3 and 1. Sorry. Jaguars and Titans they're are both, both 3, three and, and 1. one. Yeah. Okay, so who, who cares? I, I think they could all still win division and they can also make the playoffs in the afc they don't have to win the division and still make the playoffs you go eight or let's say what would it be eight seven and one know. or some seven teams eight and one and you can make the playoffs no because there's some better teams in the afc than we thought originally i guess like the ravens the ravens the Bengals. well we um, we thought the Bengals. we've been hiding the Bengals we all thought season the Bengals were going to be good but but still the the Bengals are are a good team. So you have three good teams out of that division. Um, this division sucks. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think some other teams. Yeah, there's no, like, but like, there's no other really that good. They could still like the the Dude, Texans K- could make the KFC and the Chargers. So there's your two wild card. You know, it's going to be uh, some combination of the Steelers, Bengals, Ravens, uh, Chargers. Kansas City. The AFC West and the AFC North are the two divisions, I think, that get the wild card. Okay, but I'm just saying one of those teams are going to go at least 9 and 7. 10 and 6, 9 and 7. And let's be honest, the Texans or the Colts aren't going to go there unless you go for it. Okay. That's just my opinion. But that was just. (sighs) You're playing to lose the game at that point. You go home, you lick her wounds, you take the tie. Spoken like a true coward. No, spoken like a true mathematician who knows things. That that tie is way better than a loss. You know what? You sound like a, a science bitch. I don't give a shit. Dude, They they that was the most sh- that's the shittiest play. <laughs> they had no chance of working. They're like, oh, we're gonna win the game. Okay, if you're gonna talk, talk about the play, but don't, I don't mind the call. Actually. I think the call's bad. Who cares though? Like you're the Colts, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Andrew tr- Luck is coming off shoulder surgery. Just like give it a chance. Like your team's not good anyways, man. Like, can you imagine if they went for it and won and like now? Yeah, but I still don't think that was a good they call. Got that shot in the arm. 
Huh? There's no way that that catapults them any more than... Why not? Dude, the Raiders had a whole season based off of fourth and goal play in the first or second week of the year. What was it, 2014, 2015, when they're winning all those close games? That's and a good point. And it was point. all because Jack Del Rio went for <laughs> it crazy. when conventional wisdom said not to. I'm just saying, man. I still don't think they, they should have done do it. it. I still don't think they should have done fine. it. I think they're asking to as lose. As a Raiders fan, you should at least see my side. I see your side. I wouldn't have done it as a coach. I think that was the wrong move. Because you're a freaking science bitch. <laughs> science bitch would have gotten out of there with a tie and not a loss. Dude, you're acting like a tie is equivalent to a win. Like a tie is not a win. You know what's equivalent to? It's equivalent to half a win. It's equivalent to half a win. If you watch soccer or hockey. Vegas, it's not. I'm just shaking my head at you upside down. Dude, eight. Eight, seven, and one isn't getting you into the playoffs. I think it definitely could get you to the playoffs. We'll see at the end it's of the year. The only, the only situation where a tie really helps you out, I think, is in your own division. But the Jaguars or the Titans are going to have a better record than that. It was the wrong... They were going to lose the game once they went for it. That's not true. <laughs> They so, were. No, no, they were first off, they weren't listen even in field goal no, position, no, 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 so they no, weren't no. even close no, no, no. to getting a field goal. That's fine. They were most likely but just going to run the clock out and not get it. As soon as they did that, they were no, no. I'm. T- let me just say this because you said as soon as they went for it, they couldn't win. That is absolute horseshit because that is your only opportunity of winning. That's not true. going for it solidifies your loss. No, it solidifies your ability to tie or lose. I agree. It's okay. closest so you can't win. I agree with that. You cannot win if you it punt sacrifices it. sacrifices the win. Right. Conceding the win. And they should have done it. That's fine, but I we're think not going to agree on this. If you're a real man and you have <laughs> things clanging between your legs, you go for it. <laughs> Uh, at the end of the matter we're talking about two terrible teams so it doesn't matter <laughs> neither of these teams are very good that's what we're arguing about fucking tighten the freaking texans and the colts all right let's take a, one one thing to take away from that game they have two combined wins so one thing to take what's your one thing to take away from that game deshaun watson looked better and mine is deandre hopkins is probably top three receivers Top five, uh, top five for sure. Mm-hmm. But dude, that dude's sick. That offense is gonna be good. And Andrew uh, Luck is on his way back with... too. I did want to say that he's yeah, on yeah, his he, way. You know, he'll never, he'll never be a hundred percent, but he's looking better. He not, not this year. I think it might be like a two-year kind of a. You know, people come back from like an ace or a Achilles tear, and they're not like the same level of explosiveness. But the second year in, they're a lot more explosive. I think it's gonna be similar to that. He'll get his arm strength back so, like next year. That's not really how it works with shoulder surgery, though. No, it's not the same. Okay, um, I'm just I I, I when, f- when soldier surgery happens, your shoulders really never. I'm not a doctor. I just listen to a lot of football podcasts. Okay, and uh, you know, it's this your your arm strength. It's all not the same. So mm-hmm. it's like you're basically working with a new type of shoulder. So he'll never have that same power. Um, or but he can work on you know he, the rust shaking off the rust and the accuracy back which the fluidity so will like help it will come 
you know, like the ability to move uh-huh. your arm more fluidly throughout its range will still help velocity. Do you know what I mean? Breaking up that scar tissue, yeah, breaking it up, and giving more fluidity in that motion should help. Yeah, but it will, it will strength will not be the same. I get it. I understand what you're talking about. All right, do you want to move over to another overtime game, the Browns versus the Raiders? This game was freaking bonkers and so much fun. Freaking roller coaster ride. Yeah, forty-two, forty-five. Awesome. Gets their first win. Freaking awesome, awesome game. I loved it. Yeah, and the Raiders really shouldn't have won. No. Derek Carr was slinging the ball in the fourth quarter. Scored 21 points in the fourth. Yeah, we all know how Max feels about if you score 21 points in a quarter. That's too much to let up from a defense. (laughs) He's just fucking saying it right now. It's too much. (laughs) You know, 42 and 45 points is too many points. So... Uh, Dude, they give him half their points stop. in the fourth quarter, basically. That's three touchdowns. Three touchdowns. It's a, a lot of points. Don't let up 21 points in the quarter. That's all I'm saying. The Raiders only yeah, let up 14 I mean, twice. <laughs> 35 points were scored in the, the fourth quarter com- combined. <laughs> That's so stupid. Fourth quarters are the best thing in, in like... One of the best things in sports is NFL fourth quarters because shit goes haywire. Always. So Bill Simmons brought up this point about overtime Mm -hmm. and how uh, to make overtime end as Mm -hmm. quickly as possible, you should just make it so you aren't allowed to... Why do we need to go quick? Because that was the point of of shutting it was, was from taking it from 15 to 10 minutes was to shorten the length of the fourth quarter to Mm -hmm. prevent injuries. Yeah, they're not doing a great job of preventing injury. Like that's not the way you'd prevent injuries is by having it the way it's set up currently. I agree that no, the way you're the setting way up would set make up more per- sense for injuries, but it doesn't mean it's better. Well, the way it is currently is they're setting up for more ties. They're definitely setting up for more ties because both teams are like scoring field goals and not touchdowns. Yeah, because I don't know. I don't I think the new one's kind of weird. Um, as a Packers fan and as someone who has um, lost mm-hmm. multiple games because they didn't win the coin toss in the fourth quarter and the other team marched right down the field and scored a field goal, uh, I was kind of happy that, for that. Yeah, change. that needed to be changed. I have, a, I have an idea, um, uh, uh, but I'll let you talk. That's fine. That's all I have. I just think it'd be interesting. So the way I, I've heard this before on the radio, it would be... There's no more ties. The fourth quarter, the overtime would go as it is currently. And once it's over, you go back and forth like college and do two point conversions back and forth. One attempt. My fit. Two point conversions back and forth until uh, one team doesn't and then one team does score it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's basically penalty kicks. Kind of. Yeah. It's the penalty kicks equivalent of in the NFL. Football. I, I don't know. I don't really but it's care still, for it. But it's still real football. It's still like it's not like a, a different version of the game. It's still the actual game. It's just taken from a a certain point of the play. field. It's one play and from a certain point in the field. Whereas penalty kicks, but, in no way are they really in soccer. Besides, like if you're fouled or at the end of the game. And I guess it's. 
but that's the but, exact no, same but it's thing not like re- one okay but it's not like real football where you have like 11 people on the field you know what i mean like a two-point conversion is just an adapted traditional play i guess but in both situations it is one play that will right. happen during the game right but it, it'd be like having sl- they're both specialty things right but like slam ball right had the mano a mano, which was a separate. Oh, let's talk about yeah. Let's yeah. talk about some real sports. Okay. Slam okay. So it had the one person that came and defended the rim at least, right? Which is the same as soccer. Okay. But it was more of a simulation of how an actual game is played in slam ball than soccer. Uh, a penalty kick is not the a, a close version of what soccer actually is like. There's no defenders. There's only you and the goal. There's no like different ways to play it. It's just like, can you score it in the goal? Do you know what I mean? Like, there's if we no, I know what you're saying. Yeah, but in both scenarios, it is just one uh, yeah thing that will happen during that game. I would say so the analogy didn't work as just good. One yeah, it, the analogy didn't work as the, good as I wanted the to. The penalty <laughs> kick is one thing that will happen during a game when there's mm-hmm. a penalty, right? So right. like, and. The two-point conversion only happens when you score a touchdown. <laughs> True. But I just think that a two-point conversion is more of a realistic version of football than a penalty kick is. That's all. I agree. I'm just saying I don't care for it because it just seems like then it comes down to like this one mm-hmm. play. But it would get it rid just, of ties at least. It, that's the only thing I would say. And if you want to get rid of ties, that's a good way to do it. I just... I, I'm I, I'm sure there's better ways to get rid of ties. There might be. Let's think about it. You know, maybe do the college way. That's um, a sim- very similar, though. I think if you do the college way, but you start on, like, the 45-yard line. So it's not a chip shot. Okay. I don't know. Just I don't idea. mind that. No, it's fair. I'm just thinking, like, it is a simulated version of football is what I'm getting at. Would be a good way of making it so we can limit the amount of movements and plays, but it still gives you um, a winner at the end of the day. All right. Yeah, that's fine. Let's talk about this actual game because the Raiders and the Browns freaking went at it. Um, Biggest takeaway from me is that the Raiders are not as much of a train wreck as we all want to think they are. Um, They obviously can't stop anyone on defense, but this offense is actually running a lot better than we thought. Uh, Marshawn Lynch looked like old Marshawn in this game. He was freaking throwing off tacklers the entire game, and he looked really, really good. Yeah, he may have, you know, he had 130 yards on 20 carries. No touchdown. Um, No, no, no touchdown, but... He was running really, really well. He was ferocious from the backfield. Derek Carr was, you know, he was he was being a little less uh, risk averse. I would say he wasn't checked down Charlie as much, and when he was, he was at least getting the ball out to the appropriate receivers quickly. Um, so I kind of liked what the Raiders were doing, uh, especially in the fourth quarter. It did take them a little too long to get ramped up and going. Uh, Baker Mayfield came out of the gates kind of hot. Um, and Nick Chubb, whew, that was a nice run. Yeah, he had a couple of good runs. He he needs to get the ball more. Three carries for 105 yards and two and two TDs. He he needs to get the ball more. Um, I think they gotta get rid of Duke Johnson. See a Duke Johnson. We don't need you. Yeah, and it's only a matter of time between before Carlos Hyde gets injured. 
<laughs> it's just kind of inevitability. I don't agree with do that, you know but I mean? they are giving a really, really high workload. What do you mean you don't agree with that? He gets injured like every year. Yeah, he does. He's he's definitely injury prone. Um, but this year he seems yeah, to be doing. That sounds... Yeah, it's probably inevitable. But seems to be doing better. It's been four games. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there hasn't been any scares yet. I guess is what I'm getting at. A lot of times no. he has nagging injuries. Is one of those guys like Julio, where they like take in a little injury from one game to the other. Uh, he hasn't really had any so far, so that's promising. But I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, if Carlos Hyde does get injured, Nick Chubb, you better spend all your fab on Nick Chubb. Yeah, and I mean, even before something inevitably happens to Carlos Hyde, they really need to get Nick Chubb uh, more involved in the offense. Mm-hmm. He's just super explosive. Um, I was I was listening to something today. They were saying that. Carlos, or it was Nick Chubb, Todd Gurley, and I don't remember the third running back. Oh, mm-hmm. Do you know who it is? They no. They played on the same team in college, though. All on Georgia? Sonny Michelle? Uh, I don't know. Uh, just keep talking. Was it they basically had three carries for 100 yards and two touchdowns? <laughs> There's, he's the only person in like NFL history with three carries, 100 yards, and two touchdowns, which is pretty insane. But I think with they have multiple players in their backfield that can make explosive plays and who are like valued assets on the offense, whereas their pass catching options, I have less confidence in. Um, Jarvis Landry, you know, he only had four catches for 34 yards, and he did have a touchdown, but. Travis Landry's not that explosive. Uh, Antonio Callaway is just not trustworthy yet. Dude keeps dropping bombs like every single game. You know, he'll have a 50-yard catch or drop just consistently every game. He has one of each. Um, so he's not – you can't count on him yet. Um, and Joku, you, we just don't know what he is yet. He's not – proven i think chubb could give this team a little bit of explosiveness that they've been looking for play some two running back sets like the denver broncos do um put them in the backfield like uh the chiefs have before they put some of the receivers in the backfield why can't we just have two running backs back there i don't know i could see them doing some unique things um if they explore those options yeah um and baker mayfield looked good uh he made some dumb plays but for the most part, he looked pretty good. They put up 42 uh, points. Yeah. That, that's, that's a lot of points. <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders' defense is not very good. So The Raiders' defense is not good. Um, Amari Cooper. Pff, I have no idea. This will be his one good game. He's Jared had like Cook, two. Shout out yeah. to Jared Cook. Jared Cook is a Jared freaking. Jared Cook's had a great year so far. Fantasy zombie. Fancy zombie Jared Cook back back to, you know back killing it. <laughs> he'll be he'll be done soon. Yeah, he actually might. I don't know. He might have some more success. We'll see. All right, let's get on to the third game we wanted to talk about. What was that? Oh, Titans Eagles. Titans Eagles. The Titans pull it out of their freaking butt once again. They're the best at three and one. pulling it out of their butt, and Frazier's pick of them winning the division might be right. It's not looking terrible right now. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> they don't look amazing. The only but... game that they lost was that weird game that was seven hour long, was seven hours long to uh, Miami. And, I mean, 
that you can't really judge him based off that one game. America, Marcus Mariota is back. He's wearing that weird bowling glove or something. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was just pinky index finger. Uh, I've actually lost. I've actually lost the feeling in my pinky and ring finger before, and uh, it's very unnerving. And it, it doesn't feel good if it's there for a while. So I've had this nerve yes. thing happen before. So I get it. He's been dealing with that for a minute. He played well. Um, Corey Davis, as long as Marriott is there, uh, he should be all right. The biggest issue for the Eagles is they just can't really stop anyone, especially especially in the secondary. Uh, if they're not creating a pass rush, they're just not going to play well. Um, and they, they lost people in free agency, too. You mm-hmm. know, They signed... Um, who was it? Um... Michael Bennett, um, you know, that was kind of the the name mm-hmm. signing. You're paying for past performance a little bit. Uh, he, he's still a great player, but he's obviously, he needs to be in a little more limited role uh, as a specialty pass rusher uh, and not as much as a, um, kind of like what they do with, um, what's his name for the uh, the Carolina Panthers? He was on the Packers for a while. He was on the Julius <laughs> Peppers. Thank you. <laughs> I just like watching you. <laughs> Julius Peppers. Uh, kind of what they do with Julius Peppers. Um, but yeah, they just can't really stop anyone right now on, on mm-hmm. defense. Um, Carson Wentz looked all right. but uh, the, offense the offense was just line, okay. Yeah. The offense is also, in my opinion, is a walking injury risk. (laughs) Like, their whole team, their whole offense is, like, riddled with, like, people with injury problems. Carson Wentz, ACL tear. J.H.I. is just one large injury waiting to happen. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey just coming back. Who did look good? I think they're missing someone on their offensive line, too. Yeah. So... I just I I told you at the beginning of the season the Eagles were going to come off to a slow start. They're going to have a little bit of a rough going. They're going to have to get their sea legs, and then they're going to come you know week five or six and start just housing teams. I think they're going to do a lot. I don't know about housing. I don't know about housing teams, but they're going to start winning a lot of games in a row. I think that let's see the rest of their schedule. Um, So they have the Vikings this week, which I think they lose. But then it's that's a loss. Uh, Giants, Panthers, Jaguars, Cowboys are their next four games. I think they could go three and one in those games. So I think a little differently. I I think they probably lose to the Vikings. They beat the Giants, and they could very easily lose to the Panthers, the Jaguars. Um, the Panthers. It's going to be tough for the Eagles to beat them if Cam Newton and Christian McCaffrey are clicking, um, especially with their inability to stop teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that could be a tough, tough time. And then, I mean, then you have the Saints. The back end of their schedules isn't too bad. Um, I don't know. At a quick glance, I'm just going to run through uh, wins one. 
Yeah, like their last four games are, or last five games, six, seven. six I think games. they go seven and six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, seven and five. Seven and five. Yeah, but look at their last six games: Giants, Redskins, Cowboys, Rams. Texans, Redskins. I think they win five out of six of those games. I think they lose one one of the games to the Redskins. And they they're could. definitely losing to the Rams. Yeah, they're definitely... Dude, whoa, Nelly, Nelly, the Rams are good. Let me yeah, so enunciate they, they that easily, further. <laughs> I think the Rams could easily go... Or the, the Eagles could easily go, you know, six... Six out, six for six out of the last, you know, twelve games. Yeah, but that would put them at eight I and eight. I can see that happening. Yeah, that's true. I, I'd say they go ten and six or nine and seven, and they win the division because that division's black. I think the Redskins are the only other team Dude, that's any decent. People are sleeping on the Redskins. They are. Dude, they, I said to be in the season. Ha- I did. Pointing that out there. Said yeah, the Redskins I weren't gonna be that bad. Sleep- yeah, I I agree. The people are sleeping on them a little bit. I a little bit has to do with the fact that they were on bye this week, mm-hmm. um, so no one's really talking about them. Um, but I, I think I think the Redskins could could do something. It's also kind of a boring and pick. especially in that weak division. Totally. All right, let's move on to this week's matchups because I'm sick of talking about last week. You fine to go on, or do you want to talk about the Chiefs and Broncos? No, man, I'm good. All right, let's move on. Let's at least talk about the Chiefs uh, and their upcoming game in reference possibly to last game. Chiefs versus Jags. This will be a fun matchup, I think, because it's the best offense basically versus the best defense, in my opinion. What? Sorry, second best offense. The Rams are number one. Throw that to the side. Mm-hmm. Stellar offense, great defense. Jacksonville Jaguars, do you think they have enough defense to be able to stop the chiefs and stop the amazing pat mahomes what is what's the pat mahomes he's uh, there's a they call him something on the broadcast last Muppet month mahomes? No, no no that's your term for pat mahomes because he talks like kermit the frog he really does <laughs> no he sounds like a you know the the guy with the overalls in the water boy he does not sound <laughs> a little like anything bit. like A him. little bit. He's got the... You can't... Uh, yeah, I see what you're saying. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? That guy, he... Yeah. <laughs> He's got like that southern... <laughs> like you're a southern football coach? That's kind of what he sounds like. Or like uh, Jim Bob Cooter. Or uh, not Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> Who's the guy who just grabbed that other dude's face mask in college football? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's... I know who you're talking about, but I don't know. <laughs> our listeners are freaking out right now. And one of our listeners, Tyler no, Davis. No, because they don't know it either. Dude, Tyler Davis this weekend told me every time that Frazier forgets a player, like Eli Manning a couple weeks ago, he's there screaming at his phone, it's Eli Manning. It's fucking Eli Manning. Figure it out, Frazier. Dude, I don't have a good memory. <laughs> <laughs> we're not <laughs> for names that's why we're the massive mediocrity yeah we'll give you mediocre sports takes we understand general things very well but sometimes the words and the 
specific names, <laughs> they they fail us. They escape us. They escape us. All right, cheese. Which for is crazy because my job is literally to talk. <laughs> <laughs> I have to talk to people all day. That's my job. That's yeah. how I get paid. Well, you might find it. Want to find a new job? No, I'm just kidding. Yo, sometimes I'm a freaking mess on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, give me like I just hang up. After I hang up, I'm like, "Yo, that was brutal." <laughs> you just tongue tied the whole time. Yeah, I'll just like be freaking messing up. I like it. My head thinks too fast, and my mouth is. <laughs> That's what happens all the time. <laughs> but whatever. <laughs> okay, so here's the thing about this Jags Kansas City game. The Broncos sort of exposed a little bit how to slow down um, the Chiefs' offense. How is that? And that's and that's with f- f- front pressure. It's with pressure up front, getting to the quarterback fast, and not allowing, making Kareem Hunt beat them, which he did. <laughs> which but he I'm did. I'm saying like that's the way to stop them is to. Get rid of those huge spark plays. Uh, you know, um, the Tyree Kill bombs, uh, whatever whatever it is. To cut down on those kind of like weird trick plays. You know, just not giving up the big play will keep you in the game. Keep everything in front pressure, of you. Keeping things in front of you. And the Jaguars have that ability. Um, they have some shutdown quarters cornerbacks and I you know and Jalen Ramsey and AJ Bouye and I obviously no one is no one on earth is as fast as Tyreek Hill um <laughs> but you can get physical with him at the line mm-hmm. and and stop him and um and uh what's his name I just said his name Kareem Hunt Tyreek Hill no uh Pat AJ Bouye and Jalen Ramsey AJ Jalen Ramsey. Jalen Ramsey is super physical. Super physical. Really physical. He makes you work off the line. Not gonna f- huh? He makes you work off the line. Yeah, and I think that's important because Tyreek Hill is a converted running back who still doesn't have the refined route running that some of these other cornerbacks have. He has the raw speed and talent where he is an elite player because of it, but... I think if you're able to jam them up a little bit and just slow them down for a second and allow your safeties to stay over top, that will really help you out. Um, yeah. But you never know what Blake Bortles you're getting. Blake Bortles has been pretty decent this year, though, for the most part. Yeah, he's but, had, what, two good games, one terrible game, and one okay game? Yeah, but that defense is pretty... Unbelievable. I mean, Clayus Campbell is still like a complete freak and one of my favorite people to watch in the mm-hmm. NFL. Um, and you're right, the he Broncos. People. He does. <laughs> the Chiefs. Okay, so the, the Broncos did do a good job of keeping everyone in front of them and making tackles. That's the thing is you can't let there be high yak plays. You have to uh, keep everything in front of you and close quickly. And you can't let those slips out the backfield. If if the Jaguars have fast enough linebackers to keep up with those swing plays and stop those from being big gains, 
that's going to be the difference in this game. Those gadgety swing plays and their screens, if those linebackers are able to move well in space, I think that's how the the Jaguars um, can pull this game off, is by their defense stopping those plays that are just designed uh, more than the, you know, someone getting open. They're like designed getting uh, design plays more than just like go run a post and he's open. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. I mean, they really did slow down the the Chiefs offense. And this isn't the Denver, this isn't the no-fly zone, uh, Tom Kalib or Atib Kalib, uh, you know, defense where you just couldn't pass on the Broncos they're a little more vulnerable to the pass and they they only gave up 27 points and when I say only that that kind of seems like a lot but if you look at their past games you know, Chargers they they put up 38 Steelers they put up 42 49ers they put up 38 so the fact that they only you're whoever this game is going to be tough. The Jaguars are going to have to put up points. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to put up at least around, I hate to say it, around 30 points yeah. to win this game. I think, Which I think they can do. Who on this offense do you think is going to have to show up? Because it looks like Leonard Fournette might be injured for another week. Yeah, so he's still feeling something pulling on his hamstring. Um, and he already was out the last two weeks, so that's not a good sign. Um, that means he's probably going to be out for an extended period of time, at least two weeks. My guess is probably four. Oof, would be my guess. That would be kind of brutal. Four weeks. I, they kind of need him. Yo, I had a mad weird dream where I was talk. This was the other night. Uh, I was like talking to a doctor, and he was explaining to me like why Leonard Fournette's hamstring keeps pulling. And he, like, had, like, a fake muscle, and he was, like, showing me when your, like, thigh is too fucking jacked. It, like, pulls on, so, like, what he needs to do is be less jacked. I was like, oh, okay. And he had, <laughs> sounds like, sounds dude, plausible. It was so weird. It was so funny. weird. Yeah, uh, so that's what I dream about. I dreamed I was on the Raiders, too, so I feel you. I think I was kicking off of the the um i was kicking off of the infield like the sand oh, patch really? and i was like why are we here i was like why are we here i was like what i was like why is this fucking sand that's like all i could think in my dream i was like wow it's a stupid dream yeah it's weird i don't even know if i made it or uh, missed it i don't think i even kicked it that was a worse call if you want to talk about bad calls I think kicking that off the infield was worse. It's a bad idea. Than the tie game. With your third string kicker. Yeah. Why did they cut Seabass the Jankow? He freaking drilled a 52 yarder to win the game last week. I love Seabass. Dude, shout out to Seabass. That's my freaking boy. I have his jersey. It's so weird. It's so weird having him on another team. Honestly, it's so weird. I hate it. I hate it so much. Bring him, his freaking felon Oz, back to the Raiders. We'll accept him with open arms. He was there when Gordon, he was basically, he was there when John Green was there the first time. <laughs> that's, yeah, he was. That's how long he's been there. Dude, does the Polish hammer doing cocaine, like, <laughs> on the sideline, that's just... That's the black hole in a nutshell. I mean, like, get this dude back to Oakland. That's Raiders um, football. But I digress. 
Leonard Fournette pulled hammy. Uh, TJ Yeldon is a really competent backup. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know what his price is in daily. I haven't looked yet, but this could be a good one. It's going to be a high-scoring game. He might be someone to take a look at depending on the price. And Daily Fantasy is PPR, so I think he could be catching three, four balls out the backfield, and that is really going to boost his fantasy value. Are those In DraftKings, it's PPR. Yeah. Uh, in FanDuel, it's half point. Okay, well, either way, it's still advantageous for him to catch the ball. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Less important in uh, FanDuel. But regardless, yeah, TJ Yellen's going to have to step up. Blake Bortles going to have to step up. And Keelan Cole, we got to do better than two for 15. He's your guy. He's your number one receiver that has to show up in this game against the Chiefs to be able to score 30 points. You need him to show up to score 30 points. He needs 80 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, they need a lot. I think that's doable, though. That's doable. The way that I think they're going to win this game, keep the ball, play keep away. Um, keep everything in front of you and uh, just hope that Blake Bortles doesn't lose you the game. All right, who are you picking in this game? After that, I'm I'm going with the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Um, is this game at in Arrowhead? It's in it's in Arrowhead. Evoke Arrowhead. Yeah, invoke Arrowhead. Uh, hell, yeah, you got to go Chiefs. Uh, yeah, I'm going to pick the Chiefs, too. I think Pat Mahomes is too special. That freaking left-handed throw to Tyreek Hill on third down was one of the most special plays I've seen in a long time. That was amazing. Yeah, he had an elite pass rusher at his ankles, and he threw it with his left hand like a freaking shot put. I, I think we're seeing something special with Pat Mahomes, and that's why I'm picking the Chiefs at Arrowhead. All right, let's go to the Giants versus Panthers. Another game that we're slightly interested in. Who could... How, yeah, a little how, New York bias on this one. How do the Giants win this game? Give me any way the Giants win this game. Um, I think Eli will have to get some sort of like stem cell treatment. Or maybe he could call his brother to get some PEDs. Maybe maybe he could get his <laughs> No, it's his wife. It's his brother's maybe wife. His brother's fiance, his you know, his sister in law. Maybe she could like get a package sent to his house. <laughs> I think that's probably the only way. Mm-hmm. Um the only other way is maybe Saquon rips off like three <laughs> seventy yard runs. Which is possible. Kinda possible. What one thing I wanted but to the say Giants, is that the Giants play football like Charlie Welling plays Madden. He picks a team with two amazing players and tries to feed them the ball the entire game. So if you basically just D up on... uh, If you double Odell Beckham, and then you load the box on Saquon, it's literally over. Like, they're the most predictable team in the league. So is Charlie. He's so bad at Madden. He's yeah, he is. I hope he heard this, Charlie. I want you in Madden, Madden like two thousand and eight. It's like Mike Vick or with uh, who's on the cover? I think that was, um, Vince Young. Is that Vince Young year? Two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Maybe. 
you guys used to play 15 minute quarters real game time each game would literally take three hours to play takes so long no madden assist going through all the playbooks just man it was so fun playing video games with you sports video games with you when i was younger would make me so mad because you would win, you'd be winning, and then you'd start like running out the clock. You'd be playing like real football. I'm like, can you just freaking pass it? Like, let's play. Like, let's make this interesting. Don't just like run out the clock. That's so boring. Are you a 40 year old man? <laughs> I'm too analytical to not. I'm not going to give you a chance. I'm going to run the ball down your freaking throat and try you and stop me. You were literally nine years old. Dude, stop me. That's all I got to say. You got a problem with it? Stop so, it. Or you like kneel. The, there'd be like two minutes left. You'd be kneeling the ball. I'm like, what? Nine-year-old kneels the ball. It used to infuriate me. I forgot about all this. It's so true. I'd totally kneel the ball and I'd punt. You'd be so pissed and I'd punt. You would. You'd like, kneel the ball. It'd be like fourth and four, and I'd punt the ball. You're like, who punts the punt, ball in yeah. Madden? I'm like, me. I'm on the 15-yard line. I got a punt. Yeah. Got a cough and corner your eyes. <sighs> Dude, crazy. Um, <laughs> is, there any, yeah. is there any way that the Carolina Panthers don't win this game? No, I feel pretty confident that the Panthers are going to win. <laughs> Yeah, they're just a better team. The Giants don't look good at all. No, they don't. Yeah, so I'm 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 going with the Panthers. Yeah, the Giants are only winners against the Texans, and that I don't even know how they won that game. That seemed kind of fluky. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking the Panthers as well. I know we're gonna be, uh, you know, agreeing on this one, but I just don't see any other way that this goes down. Um. Cam Newton is just great. And uh, McCaffrey's getting the ball a lot more this season. And he's proving that he's a fr- franchise running back. So that's why the Panthers also have a pretty strong defense. Um, they've Let me see how many points they've let up per game. I, I want to say it's pretty, str- pretty strong, pretty solid. Um, 21, 31 and 16 so the falcons have a pretty high powered offense so 31 doesn't you know scare me too much but only let up eight points against the cowboys and 21 against the Bengals. that shows that i think they're a pretty solid defense yeah yeah they're they're not terrible so i see a hard time Um, and as long as you're not terrible the giants are gonna have a hard time moving the ball yeah but at the same time, you know, everything that we're saying might not matter because Odell might catch one slant pass and take it to the house and Saquon might rip off a few runs. So, you know, if that happens, then the Giants are going to win. But I think that's kind of their only uh, real viable chances of winning. Yeah. And it could happen. And that's what we love the NFL. And that's why the Bills freaking beat the vikings because anything can happen anything is possible that's kevin durant or kevin garnett sorry anything is possible anything is possible all right let's pick a freaking shit show matchup you ready for a shit show matchup yep. all right cardinals yes, versus sir. niners cj bethert <laughs> versus josh rosen 
<laughs> Freaking bonkers. I'm so pumped for this. Matchup of the century, I'm dude. definitely watching this. I'm stopping everything I'm How doing on a Sunday not? to watch this game. Yeah, if you... <sighs> The only way to make this game interesting is if you have some something on it. <laughs> you gamble. That's how you make this game interesting. You gamble. Yeah, pretty much. Or you, it's called fantasy and you have David Johnson. Because if, if you have anybody else, yep, anyone else besides maybe Burita, but he's injured. What the hell are you doing? Marky's good one. He's drop city for me. I just, yeah, I agree. Victor's <laughs> like, I just dropped him dro- in our league. <laughs> I just dropped him in our league. I think, it, yeah, he's easily, easily dropped. I mean, he's going to have a few good games, but I just don't want that headache. Yeah. It's not worth it. No. Um. So let's break this down. Who, who do you got and why do you think they're going to win? Um, if your phone goes off one more time this podcast, I swear to God, Fraser. I swear I just to... I just want to forget. I am going to physically beat you through <laughs> the interweb. <laughs> Is this your boy? <laughs> I just punched my microphone. Hopefully you can hear that. San Francisco I hope has I didn't break anyone's eardrums. weapons, though, I guess. And there, this kind of comes down to. So George Kittle is good. <laughs> um... <laughs> So this is the part of the podcast where Frazier's microphone decided to stop working or something happened because his audio was screwed up when we tried to put it together. So uh, the podcast ends here. Um, we hope you guys enjoyed the analysis. As always, follow us on all the social medias at The Master of Mediocrity and, uh, or Mediocrity Pod. Um, and also go to uh, MrBallCaps.com and that's the best place to find all of your best um, sports gear. Um, if you go to the website, um, mrballcaps.com, and use code TMOM at checkout, you'll get 15% off your purchase. All right. Thank you, everybody. Have a good night.